I started mine. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. You gave me the ready, set, go, man, and I was ready to go. <laughs> Hey, to, to those tuning in, um, technical difficulties is always a key thing to everything. So, you know, it was hey, all I'm, planned. Right. <laughs> Could not have had it go a hundred percent easy because then it would take the fun out of, you know, getting the the new setup a hundred percent perfect. Man, but we got some good stuff to talk about today, man. Mm-hmm. Like, nonstop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> most of them are shows and movies that are coming out that we've watched recently. Right. But yeah, you know, a good amount's gonna be about kind of uh, how do I put it? World events mm-hmm. mostly. <laughs> Because the other system was actually recording. So, you know, hey, hey, yo, hey. Um, <laughs> hey, so we're here. Hi, uh, welcome to Something Wicked Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Caleb, and this is your co-host. Introduce yourself. Oh, yeah, I am Zach Smith, my man, uh, Yo Broski. We are the co-hosting with Caleb, and it's such an honor to be here talking about, you know, events and everything with him. Right, yeah. Um, and, you know, as always, as we start our podcast, I ask, how is your week going, and how is the corona slash protest now going for you? Um, it's, corona, I would say it's probably the same right now, still on lockdown, still washing my hands, wearing masks. You know, the importance. Uh, But the protests, man. The protests are getting so crazy out there, man. And I'm 100% for them, but there's a lot of ands and buts about it. Right. Like, I definitely support, like, what's going on. Um, And I I honestly, there's nothing more I I can really say about it. I've already, like, posted on Facebook talent show about the event. And honestly, I just, I feel like having a more peaceful protest is the way to go. Oh, 100% right now. And and I think that rioting really makes your defense very bad. Um, (laughs) You know, there's just so much you you can say without saying it. And it's hard to talk about everything that's going on. Honestly, I support what's side that is trying to fight for our rights, and that's the side I'm supporting, but um, you, you, you can also... I totally agree with you on that, though, for real, like, uh, I, I, it's hard for me to chime in, just because, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more, I like more Martin, less Malcolm, if that makes sense. Right, right, that's always been a thing, honestly. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's 
you should probably not like block a street because that was what was the problem with the other protests as well. Is they were just blocking streets and they were just like blocking for like ambulances to get to hospitals. That doesn't. But, like, that happened. Li- yeah, that literally happened on one of my friend's Snapchats. He was literally videotaping the protests in, of these people laying down in the street. Which I'm like, all right, I kind of, you know, it's it's a peaceful protest, but you're kind of doing it in the street, so there's a little bit of a risk. But like all of a sudden, an ambulance came by and had to like stop and wait for everyone to get out of the way. And I was just like thinking to myself, like, exactly, yeah. like you, like that almost that probably could have cost a life, honestly. And, you know, someone that wasn't in anywhere near the protest or had anything to do with that and it's kind of more of a, a safety issue is what i should be saying but yeah you know, it's it's a very touchy subject yeah like i, I don't like definitely it was not cool for the first one but they they just brought a bunch of guns into like the facility itself which right it, it, it kind of like if it was anybody else, it, it would they'd probably be like shot right there. And- <laughs> no, a hundred percent, dude, a hundred percent. There is a there is a privilege, right? But uh, and I'll say it's already super uncomfortable talking about honestly because you, you don't want to. It's, 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 I'm not trying. I know I won't. Af- I won't offend you, Caleb. I know 100. percent There's you know for sure. Sh- I know for sure that there, whatever I say, mm. you know, I mean, I mean it in a peaceful way, and I know whatever you say, you mean it in a peaceful way. You know, what I mean, you're not going to direct it toward us, but it's more of how other people think and how other people act to certain words being said and this and that. But uh, mm. it's it's crazy. I I do want to say though, the peaceful protests are probably the way to go, man. I see a couple of those on, you know, social media, Facebook, and I'm like, damn, I wish I could be there right now. I wish I could be all the way out in New York City, you know, helping them out, being a part of that protest. Right. But at the same time, though, it's like I get a little worried that, you know, it could flip over, bro, and then all of a sudden people are raiding targets. And, like, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, what's – what's? I don't get what Target did. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd raid them for the popcorn. But that's about it, man. That popcorn at Target is amazing. Yeah. But <laughs> there's something about like shopping at a Target that just makes it feel a little bit better than going to a Walmart. Honestly, like a hundred percent. That red color, man. <laughs> even if I was a crip, I'd feel welcome there, bro. I'd be like, yeah, Target, man. <laughs> let me grab one of those slushies, some popcorn. Let me go on a little uh, adventure. Right. <laughs> Oh, like I was so terrible going to that Walmart because Walmart is just filled with the the worst of every entire race in there. It's just like so terrible. It's definitely the Alabama of freaking like you know grocery stores, bro. Like you feel uncomfortable being there because you don't know who you're gonna run into and you don't know who's gonna say what, and it's it's. But it's it's crazy though to think though that people are really raiding these stores though, for, I mean, I, I, it just blows my mind. Right. It, like at, at best, I don't agree with burning down a station at all. 
Oh no. If it's if it's just a poli- the police station, I'd be okay. But if it's just a whole neighborhood, that's just not right. It's totally not. But no, I I totally I agree with you. It's it's more of I feel like. People have been wronged, so now they feel like it's the right for them to be wrong to other people. Right. Does that make sense in a way? Right. They they want to stand out in a in a way that's I want to say negative. You know, what I mean, they want to show that you know what people are doing is not cool, and then they're kind of like it's almost like um what Gandhi said. He had a quote that was "An eye for an eye makes the whole world blind," and I kind of I kind of understand the the message in that now it's kind of like yeah you can do what you want back but at the same time it's kind of like right and he used to his way protesting is also key but uh like just having a hunger strike goes a long way especially with like a whole like right everyone go sit inside of a police station not burn it down just go sit there inside of it yeah that would make that would make a hundred percent of the officers in there uncomfortable to be around. I'd be like, dang, like there is something going on here, you know what I mean? But what, like, all right, I think there was what was it yeah. out in Arizona talking about people raiding stores? Mm. You hear about Jake Paul? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good old boy Jakey's back in the news. And he got arrested because he was filming himself with a bunch of, like, looters. So, it was, like, him and his crew, and they were, like, walking through, like, a a mall, like, one of those, like, strip malls. Mm. But I think he was charged for, what was it? I think it was, like, I don't even remember. It was, like, just an invasion of, like, being on unwanted property. Like, he wasn't supposed to be there. In his defense, he was saying, you know, hey, I was just trying to get a little bit of the aspect of what's going on in, right. you know, the the world right now, the whole rating thing. He was just trying to experience it. But, dude, you have literally, I think, what's, what's his network right now? His network right now is 19 million. 19 million. And you think it's, dude, like... You could be doing anything else, right. but walking into the mall and being like, "Yo, check out this shit, man!" Woo! Like, nah, dude, that's that's like, go you donate know, some money. Drake is just sitting in his like home, just shooting basketballs, like during all of this. Like, <laughs> see that, like in court, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I do give. I gotta give him respect for that, though. Like in a way, though, I'm like, right. <laughs> he, he's not. He's not fixing the problem, but he's also... I bet he's donated money, though. I, right. I feel like for sure he has donated money, but he's not adding on to the problem. Right. And that's Jake Paul, bro. He just totally, like... It felt like he just kind of, like, added on to the, the the whole problem, it felt like. It was just kind of like you took the, whatever the situation was and you pulled it away, and now the situation's a little focused on you. Part right. of it is, you know? Maybe, like, 1%, but still... I know he posted something on Facebook saying, or it was on Twitter saying, uh, just giving my charges and go back to the main issue, which was cool to post, but it was like, dude, you wouldn't have to have posted that if you just would have 
not have been at rating like been part of the ratings at the mall, dude. Like, are you like? I it just it's dumb to me. Stupid right. decisions. You know who is making a difference? Uh, Michael Jordan's uh, donating money. Uh, fucking Killer Mike just he goes to really places. He's just talking. He's just like uh, he's talking about the injustice, but he's also telling people we shouldn't be destroying our neighborhoods. We should just literally right. be coming together and just having the most peaceful protest we can have and getting the word out. And in a way, that's been working. Like uh, just people, I, I hear people in Japan are protesting right now. And oh yeah, I I think honestly, dude. I think I read something on Facebook, but, you know, I mean, it can't be 100% true on Facebook, you know, social yeah. media. But it, I think somewhere said that this was the first protest that happened in all 50 states. Right. Exactly. And that, I mean, come on, that, that's, that's got to mean something. Yeah. Yeah. No one can just sit back and just say that this is not happening. This sort of thing doesn't happen on a daily basis. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal right now right, type right. situation. It's like, dude, all 50 states are part of this, bro. Like, are you kidding me? Even, you know, even my my favorite ice cream people, bro. Ben and Jerry's, bro. They got arrested for protesting, dude. They probably were handing out free ice cream. They probably have a new ice cream flavor coming out. You know, peaceful protest ice cream, vanilla or something. <laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> the, the next flavor is come and get us fish next time. <laughs> Boom. I love it. Like, uh, what's even, you know that this protest making a difference. When even the Amish and the fucking uh, witches <laughs> are coming out. Like, that, this is the best time to be alive. Kathleen, unhook my buggy. We're going to ride up to Pierce Myers and we're going to protest. Get my broom. <laughs> but so, yeah. you love that type of support, though. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know this is a big thing. This is a horrible thing that's been going down. And if you got celebrities such as Ben and Jerry, you got Michael Jordan, Caleb Mike, you even got the Amish out there, bro. Right. You know this is a situation that needs to be changed. Right. Simple. Even John Boyega, who doesn't, like, for those who don't know, that's uh, Ben from all the Star Wars movies. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even he came out, and he, he's got it the worst with all the racial and stuff like that because ever since he came into the scene people have been sending him death threats and all that stuff and he has never said one word about it he's just like whatever I just, it's people are angry right now let it get it off their chest like right. you know i mean if they directed toward me let them direct it toward me right and he, he just like he came out of nowhere and he just started talking about um it, it wasn't even like starting a riot it was just uh he Went out on the stage with like a uh, a megaphone, and he just started talking real stuff about uh, the world we live in and like how we should make a change. So you know, they right. that I mean, make a difference. That's awesome. You know, um, talking about you know people that aren't making a change that are acting like they're doing a change. Right. The have you seen the LeBron thing, LeBron James, when he slammed that? Yeah. 
that was that video is so cringy, bro. She, <laughs> if you watch the video, she wears the mask while the uh-huh. picture is being taken, and then she takes down. And the whole video is her pretending to be a part of. They're trying to be an activist, basically. Right. Trying to heart and one of this, but she does it for a photo op, and. <laughs> Someone videotapes it and watches her walk right back to her Mercedes. And it's just so cringy to watch, dude. Ugh. Right, right. Like, it, I, I, uh, before we started this, yeah, I took a look at that video. Okay, there's one thing just like, that's the worst thing you can do right now is try to fake things right now. Right. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, it's so bad having uh influencers right now. Influencers should just stay where they are right now. Like back on Instagram throwing up pics about like roses or something like that or like the medical <laughs> side. Just do that. Don't yeah, have yeah. nothing to do with protesting. Go back and take a picture of your legs and tell everyone are these hot dogs or my legs? Like that's that's <laughs> that's all you're good for, bro. Like go back to doing that. As long as you don't go back and like do that thing where uh, you ever seen that those series of videos of people going into stores and licking uh, stuff and then putting it back? Yo! <laughs> That's why I don't go back to Myers, bro. <laughs> I don't trust them, bro. I don't trust those people there anymore, bro. That girl, I think the one that licked the ice cream, uh, she got charged for like a huge fine. And I think it was like the ice cream company. They, they sued her. And I was like, good, good. I was like, bat. Right. I was like, thank you. It's like, thank you. Honestly, tampering with food should just be instant jail time. Like, just instant, like, because that is just the lowest thing you could do is just go and stick your finger in a cake and then just put it back. <laughs> it hasn't happened, but that was amazing. <laughs> like, ugh. That, that is just, like, the most disgusting thing to do. Um, uh, it says right here, uh, oh, sorry to interrupt you, but it says the girl that Bluebell, or it's, like, the company that does the ice cream, Bluebell, mm-hmm. uh, had the third ice cream liquor arrested in Texas, but she could be charged up for 20 years in prison. I don't know. If it's on U.S. Today's news. I don't know if that's 100% right, but she could be charged with that. Damn. Or, what is it right here? Or the the lowest that she could face would be up to a year in jail and up to a $4,000 fine. See, yeah. Either, either or. Slap her with something, man. Slap her with something, bro. And that was post, or pre, wow, pre-corona. Like, imagine she did that now. She would just go straight oh. to jail. <laughs> no, people would find her Instagram and they would blow up her thing saying like nasty reviews about her and uh, ugh, I, I could I, I get cringy just thinking about it, man. Yeah. I I'm so glad that I that to my knowledge, no one has ever tampered with my food I hope not to know that knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I was gonna say. You don't want to know if someone's tampered with your food. <laughs> So, uh, this ice say, cream tastes a little salty. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no! <laughs> oh, mm, this special Arby's sauce is really tangy. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Oh, but, uh, yeah. Um, but, anyways, we, we can go on and on about protests and stuff like that. Uh, but, uh, speaking of trying to make a difference in, in this trying times, remember the Space Force? Because I do. <laughs> it came just in time for a little thing from Perfect. our <laughs> friends from, or, part directed from uh, The Office. Um, oh, love The Office. Favorite right. show in the world to me. Love it. Could watch it all day, every day. Right. Uh, give me one second. I'm going to pull up the trailer. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. But the best part is just knowing that Steve Carell, and the show is like semi-serious too. Like when you watch the trailer, it looks really like it's a comedy. Right. Well, actually, in the show, dude, there's a lot of like serious moments in it where I've been like, "Dang." Right. This is kind of touching. I've never seen Steve Carell, other than like in a movie or two where he's had to play a serious role. But this dude, I was like, "Holy moly, dude!" I was like, "He nailed this right on the head." Right. Um, never mind about that, but I'm going to show off. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, no, you're totally good. A little too much right now for... <laughs> hey, hey, this is, this is like the first podcast where you've had the cameras, right? Right, right. So there's there's bound to be mistakes on this. Yeah. But yeah, no, it, it looks really good. And, um, like, you've already seen, a, like, a little bit of it. Like, uh, you've seen, like... Oh. Oh, yeah, I'm, like, on episode six or seven right now, so I'm not, like, finished with it, but I got a little knowledge on it. Okay. So, okay, is there, from what they describe, it has a feel to office, like, or it has, like, the, the same kind of comedy type. Do you think it's still right. that aesthetic, or has it been, like, changed up a little bit? Well, I, I feel like it does, but... The Office started out as, like, a, I don't know, it started out really old-looking. Like, it looked really, it looked like someone literally had a camcorder in this office and they were videotaping, while Space Force kind of has, like, more of, like, a professional feel to it. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like the comedy is the same. It's dry humor. It's got its moments of being touching. Um, and, you know, you kind of start having like almost like a like a personal relationship with each person in the the group if that makes sense each right. cast like i could watch the office bro and i could connect to kevin 100 percent when he spills the chili on the floor bro like I, I would be like i felt that pain bro i felt like that's something i would have done in my life right. but in space Wars, i mean dude it is there's moments like that where i feel like if i was like in steve carell's spot you know, I would love to go sing, you know, Baruma, Aruba, hey, that pretty mama. <laughs> Just to get away from stuff, bro. Like, that would have been me, too. Mm. So, I, that's, I personally, I think it's probably the best show that's come out so far in 2020. Okay. It's, or it's uh, up there on the list, I should say. But that, that's definitely good to hear. Cause like, that, the thing I liked a, li- a little bit more 
was the awkward humor in the first season of like The Office, or the first few like seasons of The Office when Steve Carell was around, and mm-hmm. like having that character grow like more over time, uh, and you grew with that character and his like humor. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, that that was like really cool about like uh, the show, and. I, I, it, Space Wars can definitely keep that like aesthetic. Because uh, people say like as soon as like Steve Carell left, that was kind of like the end of the office. Like people started like not liking the office, after that, which I, I would disagree. <laughs> I to be honest though, I was one of those pe- persons though. When it first happened though, dude, when Steve Carell left, bro, I was like, I I'm, I I lost a, I lost like half my interest in the show. Right. But true. then like I would watch it, and it still had that dry humor. Dwight killed it here and there. Jim and Dwight became best friends. Where I was like, wait a second. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I do gotta like chime in. The Nard Dog was, you know, picking up his role and blah blah blah. And I was like, yeah. all right, I'm digging this. I'm digging this. They they learned like uh, early on. Okay, how can we make a way where the rest of the cast can carry the show without Steve Carell? And they were like 100. percent I think even uh. Uh, the actress who plays uh, Pam and the actress who plays uh, um, what was the other redhead in the uh, oh uh, hold on I her, she was the British girl right uh, well no, no not, not not her the uh, the the one who's oh Aaron uh, yeah. Oh, Meredith, Meredith. You're thinking of Meredith. Meredith, Meredith, Meredith. Meredith. <laughs> when I was drinking, like, hand sanitizer, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of Nelly. That's who I was thinking of. <laughs> but no, Meredith, bro. I love Meredith. Mm-hmm. It, like, uh, they both ended up getting a podcast. Like, they, uh, about talking, like, what? about each episode. Yeah. It, it's really interesting. They talk about, like, oh, oh, this was sort of, like, improvised. And you can definitely see from that scene that it was a bunch of improv um and it was just so uh uh interesting hearing that like oh, oh yeah um uh later on like jim uh and uh the, like the uncomfortable scene with uh steve corral and uh the, the one mexican dude from the office like that kissing scene wasn't oh yeah yeah in there and they really just, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's like we don't gotta do this he's like we do though right it's <laughs> like, super awkward uh but it's it's actually funny though the office was supposed to stop after the first season but they sold uh so many episodes on itunes where itunes was able to actually support them to start another season and then it really started building up on and on and on oh, but okay. huh. i'm i'm i think they chose the right people for the office and then they chose the right people for Space Force, bro. Right. They chose the exact right people. Like, there hasn't been a moment where I've seen someone in Space Force where I was like, this person needed to be more of a Dwight than, a, you know, than whoever they're playing. This person needed to be more. Whoever is in the role nailed the role. And right. that's why I'm really digging about Space uh, Space Force. It's, it's got that feel where it's like The Office, but right. a whole new cast, but you got Steve Carell acting as a general rather than a... <laughs> A branch manager, and right. I, it it just works so well. Yeah, what's really cool too is uh, when Jim first started uh, interviewing for like the job, or, or the or the actor for Jim 
started like interviewing uh, for uh, that position. Like um, he said, he was really big fans of like the UK version of the office, and he felt like okay. this would probably not be as good as that. And <laughs> he said that right in front of like the uh, the guy who, who's writing the show, who's creating the show, and he's like. <laughs> I totally agree with you, actually. But we're gonna give it our best shot. And I like, like, he, he fell in love with uh, <laughs> kind of like tenacity from him. And so that's well, it, how we got the gym we have now. It, it's it's really funny too because if you will watch some of the interviews for The Office, dude, mm-hmm. the was it Ryan uh Ryan, Ryan Wilson, the guy that played Dwight, dude, uh-huh. he goes, Jim was saying, he goes, dude, this guy that was playing, you know. Dwight, you know, Ryan, he was like, was just so uh, fucking obnoxious, dude. He was just so, like, he played the role so perfect to the point where Jim said, like, it was hard for him to even, like, play Jim on the script. So he had to, like, kind of, like, play off of Dwight. He was like, all right, if this guy's going to be, a, you know, how to stick up his butt, I'm going to be that cool cat. You know what right. I mean? A little bit more relaxed. Like, I don't want to be here, but I'm here. I got, I got to work. And, it, dude, watching those are, it's, it's crazy. And it, they everyone looks so young. Right. They look like I'm sorry, but like Jim looked like he was as old as me when in those interviews, bro, and I was like Right. Like Wow. what's also like hilarious is uh the, the people they were going to have uh, or their choice and uh right. who was gonna play them. Cause they had like uh for Dwight, I think they had uh uh not Stephen Colbert, um um, well, I can't remember his name right now, but, um, for, for Jim, though, they had, uh, they originally wanted, uh, that dude who played, like, all Jack Horses to, like, be Jim, and then they switched him over to, uh, be, uh, Steve Carell's position, Michael, and, but then they're like, uh, actually, we'll have something, like, planned for him, like, later on in the season, and they ended up bringing him back as, like, a, a cameo or a callback to that, like, uh, interview. And, uh, like, the scene where, like, Pam goes to a different office, and she's, like, uh, um, she's talking to... Oh, yes, yes, yes. ...who acts like Michael. Like, that's that, that scene. That <laughs> he, had a po- he had, like, a poster of, like, what is it, Timothy Green, at, like, in his office or something like that, bro? It was, like, the most <laughs> random, like, like, poster, like, it it fit the Michael Scott. Right, like, right. Like, boss area. Right. But... It's it's funny though because I'm looking up the office blew up so popular everyone watches it right when it came out to Netflix bro that's all everyone talked about for a long period of time but I just looked up space bro and it's got like a uh, 41% on Rotten Tomato right yeah so it's it, so I wonder if it's gonna be like the office where it's gonna start out where like season one is gonna be kind of dry and mm-hmm. if they release more and more seasons I wonder if they're actually gonna go to space I wonder if they're actually gonna be able to uh, I don't know. I, I feel like this. I feel like it's gonna be like the office. It's gonna start out a little shaky, a little bit, but then it's gonna progress a hundred percent of the way. Yeah, and like uh, the cool thing too is, uh, nothing could really like match the offices. Like, oh no. Like, Parks and kind of had it there, but it just didn't have like the same taste as they. It don't get me wrong. It's a great show, but it just. Like, I, if I had to choose, you know, potato or potato, I'm going to go with potato, which is The Office, bro. <laughs> like, right. it's 
they're the same kind of the same show, but they're majorly different. Mm. And you know what? If someone can like just even show me like a show that that matches that type of style and holds like the um like being interviewed with like in an actual like uh sort of way. Um mm-hmm. like the office style is where like they're talking to like a bunch of like uh studio crew and camera crews and stuff like that. If you can find something that matches that type of aesthetic, like I hear Thirty Rock kinda does that as well, but I, I don't know. Uh, Thirty Rock Thirty Rock has its moments. Okay. And, okay. But I, it doesn't have it. I actually went back. I think it was like last month. Um, I think I watched the UK version of The Office, bro, and it's not as funny, bro. Like I honestly was like watching it, and I was like, I kind of yeah. like this way better. And it's not because you know there's a lot of UK shows that I found way better than the originals. Oh yeah. Like the Inbetweeners. Uh, what's another one that was uh, the Shameless? Yeah. I found the Shameless. The UK version was really good, dude. It made me feel like it wasn't a TV show. Okay. We had to say Shameless for another time. I'm <laughs> I am into that. of what Shameless is, okay? I, I've been... No one has what? given me a direct answer of what Shameless is. All right, so, all right. <laughs> I'm adding it to the list for next time. Next okay. time, we'll bring up Shameless. You will watch season one. Okay. You will enjoy it. <laughs> Like I, I, I asked, okay, is it almost like uh, um, always sunny? And they're like, it eh, kind of not really. But and I've asked, okay, what's it like? It's <laughs> kind of like one of those things you gotta watch and see for yourself to understand. I'm like, okay, so I guess I'm just gonna have to play it by ear and find out what's up. And right, and you know, and Shameless is a really hard show to really describe without really kind of digging into it for about a good twenty, thirty minutes. To give right. you like the full picture, so definitely gonna save that one for the next podcast. I I will trust me. You're gonna watch season one and be like, all right, all right, cool. I'm down for this. This is really interesting. It's right. like has its moments of the office kind of thing. It's like it's all original, mm-hmm. and that's what's really cool about it. Okay, that that's good to hear. So that'll be something that I'll open my mind to. <laughs> see <what> <laughs> uh, but hey, speaking of like uh, Netflix specials. Uh, both me and you watch the wrong missing. Like, dude, I loved it. Okay. Loved the movie, dude. It is so good, dude. To be a hundred percent, that's a situation I feel like that would happen to you. No offense. <laughs> like you would run into some what? super hot chick, bro, and like you guys would be connecting, bro, and then you're like about to go on a business trip and then you'd message the wrong girl and then like you get this psychotic girl that'd be like, What's up? <laughs> like I, I, I don't know why, but I feel like that would happen to you, dude. <laughs> I, I was going to disagree with that, but at first, <laughs> but I realized I didn't know a person that acted kind of like that. Like when I worked um, at a, like a nice diner, and she had a very interesting personality where I just couldn't be like next to her when she started blaring things out. I won't say who, and I will put them on the spot or go too further into it. But that does kind of describe like I've met someone like that. <laughs> like the the first the first opening of that movie, bro, when she like tells him that she's another girl. You know, I, I don't know if you, but and like the guy's sitting there with like she's sitting there with like her buff actual like husband. Yeah. And he's like looking at the guy. He's like, uh, 
excuse me, dude, but I, I'm gonna have to take my this girl away from me. He's like, what the, what the heck? What the heck are you talking about? Right. That that's a hundred percent you, dude. I could see that and be like, well, I I, I can get the manager. <laughs> like definitely, I've been in those situations where it's that weird situation where like um you say uh, someone says hi to you or they wave at you, but they're not waving at you; they're waving at the person behind you. That's that kind of like humor. <laughs> like oh shit. Oh, I feel bad on myself right now. <laughs> so, I've yeah. done that too many times in my life, though, bro, where I've been like... <laughs> and the worst part is, after that moment happens, bro, like, that person clearly saw you waving at him. Right. But they don't make it any easier on you because they just, like, completely ignore you and, like, make you... <laughs> <you're> like, <laughs> Oh, ha, ha, oh, still not even paying attention. <laughs> like, right. all right, cool. Like, that was very embarrassing. <laughs> They'll laugh at you later, but you know. <laughs> no. But I think that movie with uh David Spade, David Spade played that movie so well, such as that female actress. Um, hmm. oh shoot, what is her name? She she killed it, bro. Right. Uh, Lauren Lepkus. That's her oh, name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's her name. Yeah. Dude, uh, she killed that role so well, bro. And at the end of the movie, dude, I kind of would be down to have the wrong Missy, bro. Yeah. That that movie, bro, was it it made me second guess the crazy girl. <laughs> right, right. That's a that's an interesting thing that like every Happy Madison movie has is having the weirdest chick is probably the best like decision. Like, uh, right. There was that one Adam Sandler movie where uh, he's dating a chick who forgets who she is. Like, every uh, day. Uh, 50 First Dates. Yeah, I think there it you was. Go. Yeah. Yeah, um, that was a crazy awesome movie, bro. Right. It, it, it really puts you in perspective, like, oh, man, I, if I've ever met that kind of person, then, man, um, I, it's I, like, I could give I, it a shot. But I feel like... Right. If I didn't see this movie, bro, if I didn't see Fifty First Dates or like The Wrong Missy, it wouldn't make me second think about those girls, though. If that makes sense, like, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them, but it's just like it comes down to it. It's like after you see those movies, you're like, damn. All right, maybe you know I gotta put a little bit more faith in you know whoever this person is, and like actually have to, bro, and like watching. That's what The Wrong Missy, bro kind of like rubbed off on me bro watching that dude it i would want a girl that would jump off a cliff bro and try to land in the water bro <laughs> maybe like please 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 do not do that and she'd be like why well, I, I everyone wants me to <laughs> like taking off her earrings i, I loved I it dude knew this movie was gonna be something interesting when i saw the scene where she like uh in the bathroom with him like and crawling underneath the stalls, and like, <laughs> oh my god, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> Hands down, though, my favorite part that she does in that whole movie, though, is when er anyone like has like a dislocated point, like joint in her body, bro. She goes oh. on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three, <laughs> four. <laughs> like snaps on four, <laughs> bro. I love those points, dude. Like those parts in the movie, bro, just like kill it so well for me, dude. Right. I just. I don't know why. It just it it was such a good movie. It played it out right. Hmm. I think that's one of the better like 
Happy Madison slash Adam Sandler movies I've actually like. Like, that have that have came out recently too. Yeah, that's true. like, like what was that last one that he did where he played him and it was like him and his sister, like Jack and Jill or something Jack like that. Jack and Jill was fire. Dude, trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I watched the tra- I didn't even see it, but I watched the trailers for that and knew that movie was gonna be garbage, bro. And like I I'm pretty biased about movies lately, you know. What I mean like. I'll look at it and be like, all right, you know, it doesn't look the best, but I guarantee you it's going to be good in some type of way. I feel so bad for Al Pacino in that movie because he, he's oh. in there super good. Like, they make it so he's attracted to the girl version of Adam Sandler. And I'm like, that's not. Like. Yeah. <laughs> not something I'm into. Like, that's, that's literally, to bring it back up the office, that's when, like, Michael tried to set up Aaron with, uh, What's his name? Uh, Kevin, bro. And yeah. you're just like, this is super uncomfortable, bro. And he's like, hi there. I love you. And like starts going in for a kiss. And like Michael's like, whoa, you gotta let the cookies cr- you know, cool down before you pop them in your mouth. <laughs> like, I'm, it, uh, dude, it, that, was, that was horrible. But I think the wrong Missy redeemed it, bro. And plus, Rob Schneider's in it. Yeah. Any movie that Rob Schneider is, is literally goes up. 10%, bro. Uh, right then and there, bro. I loved it. Where he, like, got the, he got his fingers eight and off, bro, and he, this was his hand like this, bro, and he's like, if you see that shark down there, man, tell him I said, what's up? <laughs> I love that part, bro. Uh, dude, that whole movie was just, it, it, you had to you had to be a, like one of those happy Madison right. fans. Exactly. Like, I think Rob Schneider is okay, like, uh, in movies. I don't think he's a, I don't, I don't like him in real life, because apparently he's very sensible oh, about himself. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I, dude, there's a couple, I like him as a side character, mm. if that makes sense. I like him to be that guy in the background, you know, yelling, you can do it, you know, that, that's where he belongs, bro. I watched one of his, I think it was like a TV show that he had, but it was it was all right, but it was super cringeworthy. Like it was right. like, like uh, <laughs> I think Deuce Bigelow. I think the first one kind of was okay, but it just didn't. Right. It made me like like the other characters, but like Rob Schneider was just awkward and just like uh, him. So, Hands down, the only movie that Rob Schneider was good in was uh, the one that he went to jail. Or was it like a uh, – oh, shoot, what was it called? I think it was called like uh, – oh, I got to look it up now. It's like he went to jail, uh, Big Stan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Big Stan, hands down, was probably the better one. And then the one where he was uh, – was it? He was like the animal, was it called? Yeah. I like the animal one. I thought that was pretty interesting. But other than that, dude, it may be like Grown Ups. He was good. He was good in Grown Ups. Mm. But again, I mean, he was the side character in that one too. He, like, right. He was. He wasn't the main character. He wasn't the main person in the group. I don't even think he was in the second one, dude. No. Uh, was he? No, he wasn't. I don't, I don't think he was. No, I don't <laughs> think he made it to the second one, and I don't think he made it to. I think they had a third one, wasn't there? I don't know. No, I think it was just the two. Oh, yeah. thank God. After the second one, bro, I was like, all right, it, it's it's funny, but it's like you're, you guys are definitely reaching for shit. Right, right. You're just playing the same jokes that you did in the last one. And it's 
surprised that they didn't make the dollar. The, the first Grown Ups was amazing. It was just like um, oh. uh, these different people with different comedy styles just coming together in one movie and just it's never kind of like they're not <laughs> bouncing off each other or or uh, they're not doing like different things. They're all just like kind of working together. Right, it it almost made you feel like you could see you and your friends in those roles, like right. way later in the years, bro. Like I could definitely see like you know me being like the Adam Center and you being like the Chris Rock guy, bro. <laughs> you know, what I mean, we shaking hands and be like, wow, hands of an eagle, <laughs> like driving away. <laughs> like you know, the little little rag tags they do on each other is just so perfect in that. Right, right. I haven't even seen Pixar. I heard. Pixels is uh, it, it was the game references were okay, but like the, the rest of them were just. <laughs> I did like it though when they actually had the creator of Pac-Man appear. Yeah. And I don't know if you see that, bro, but he was like, he's like looking at the giant Pac-Man. He was like, "Son, come here!" And like the Pac-Man like ate his arm, and he was like, "Shoot them! Shoot!" Them. <laughs> like, I was like running away. <laughs> I love. <laughs> It was like I almost like felt super touched when we like it was like that Lion King moment, bro. I was like, right. it was like, it's the same. And it was like, bah, and then ended right there, bro. And I was like, oh god, dude. It, like right. I said, a lot of those movies that have been coming out of like you know Adam Sandler, David Splane, and like Robert, they're either really good hits or they're hit and misses. Right. And honestly, like with all of them except for Transfer, uh, yeah. Uh, Hotel Transylvania, they all have like an equation. There's always one celebrity guest. There's, uh, it's everyone's here, like all, all like the uh, half the Gilmore people, so it's the really tall dude with the cross eyes, uh, fucking uh, Rob Schneider, um, uh, uh, what was the dude from uh, Spy Kids 2, the, the scientist? Uh, uh, oh, um, <laughs> God, dude, and he's such an awesome actor, bro. Yeah. He's such an I love him. Steve Buscemi, my, yeah. Boom. Steve Buscemi. and um, just all of them, just they're always in like the same group of movies. They're just like the Happy Gilmore people, almost. So, um, and, and there's always a girl that uh, falls in love with Rob Schneider and or Adam Sandler. That's always right. too attractive. <laughs> they give they give us hope, bro. We're like we can find those women, bro. Like right. I just gotta wait. I just gotta wait. And uh, yeah, the, uh, but there's always just an equation to them, and some of them are like hit and miss, but some of them do kind of like they're like um, really good movies that other people might hate. Like I I love the Waterboy. Waterboy is just oh dude, <laughs> I I and. Hands down, the what was that girl that he was like talking to? It was like, uh, yeah. Veronica, Vanessa, Veronica, or something like that, bro. She's the other crazy chick, the other fucking. I, I loved her in that though. She like, like he's like taking like the SAT and she like holds up sign. She's like, "Do you want me to stab them?" Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I haven't even seen Uncut Gems, but I think that's like the opposite of what Happy Gilmore Boys films are about. So, uh, uh, that, that'll probably be my next thing. I've watched on Netflix. I, I see that just running in spaces. 
And I think it hit a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, I think. So it's got to be something. Um, but, uh, uh, hey, speaking of, like, Netflix shows that are, like, making its runs around, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender is back on Netflix. Oh, I just started watching that. Dude. For the longest time, I always thought that show was either super good, but it looks super childish. And then I started watching it, bro, and I was like, no, this show is like completely a hundred percent awesome, bro. I love this show. Right. And I'm I'm just finishing up season one right now. Of course there's like thousands of shows to watch right now, Space Force, the Romney, you know. You know, the Avatar just came out, bro. It has been such a nice relief. Mm. I should say from like real life, you know, cast members like watching an actual like show, cartoon show. And a lot of the stuff they talk about that on that show, bro, is like super relatable. Like, like it's the actual events. It's one of those like in, in my top tier golden series in a way. Like it's oh, a yeah. series that will, will stay in its prime no matter how old I get or like no matter like what what generation watches it. Because I've seen people right. younger than me watch it and they say it's good, and I see people who've never grown up with the show ever watch it and say it's really good. So it, it's loved it, right? <laughs> it's re- really a, a show that uh, has really set the standards of like what cartoons do. Right. It's I would put it in the um the same category as you know because when I have a, my kids and everything, I'm gonna make them watch the first generation Pokemon. It hands right. down. It almost makes me want to be like, all right, now you guys kind of have to watch a little bit of the air, last airbender. You know what I mean? It, it's, it feels like it belongs in that category. Exactly. And um, what's also really good about the show is it has a wise character that still, like, to this day, people quote, uh, like, Uncle Iroh. In the show. Is he the one from on the Fire Nation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's uh, Zuko. Oh, um, I love him. Yeah. He is so freaking wise, bro, and just you would want a teacher like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he's that. He he's the father figure of father figures. Um, he he gives great advice. Uh, I still mm-hmm. quote the line where he talks about like uh, sometimes like people. Um, Sometimes you need the help from others to uh, pretty much advance yourself in life. And it's always good Ooh. to be prideful about yourself, but sometimes help is the best thing. <laughs> so I, I don't know if that's 100% the right quote, it's but I, right feel quote, message, no. <laughs> I feel the message. I feel the message, though, bro. It right. makes me want to like reach out to like my closest friends and be like, "Let's let's go make a comic book. Let's go let's go do something, bro." <laughs> and I think the only reason I didn't watch you know, the Avatar the Last Invader and the TV show is because, sadly to say, I watched the movie first, the live action yeah. movie. And I think, honestly, that's what really threw a lot of people off that didn't see it. What's so crazy about that show was uh, interesting fact when uh, I forgot that director's name, uh, director from The Sixth Sense, uh, when he was trying to create the movie, he was like, you know what I find unfair is when like, the firebenders get pretty much make fire out of nothing, and like waterbenders and nerfbenders, they they need stuff to play to create stuff. And people are like, right. well, that's the 
point. That's the unfairness, and that's the difficult part of the journey is finding ways to out overcome the enemy. But you gotta also think too, being the airbender though, dude. That's the most broke role either. Like, yeah, it's everywhere. Right, right. So it's even. It's even. So right, dude. I I totally agree. Like, yeah. Fire people should probably have like a little lighter on them or something like that would have been kind of cool. But at the same time, I think that would have taken away of the enemy aspect, right? Of them being the bad, bad people. <laughs> and you make a scenario where like all the other vendors create different ways to. You have more imagination of your abilities, so that's how you come up with mud bending, uh, metal bending, like uh, it makes like you have more like like I said more imagination. <laughs> Wait, blood bending, metal bending, what? Oh, oh, no! <laughs> you, you did you just spoil? <laughs> you spoiled. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh god, no, oh. that's that, it's it's totally fine. But what? Yeah, okay, I won't say how those are used, but they they get used. Okay, <laughs> and it's like really cool of the way the person like thinks outside the box. Of how they do it, so like. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Now, gosh darn it, dude. Now I, I really, I feel like that happened in the movie though. I feel like they mentioned that a little bit in the Avatar live action movie. Yeah, I think they, blood they, bending. They talked about blood like uh, the ability to bend metal is a legend, and then like talked about like um and waterbenders can sometimes um bend the blood, and it's got a like. I don't know why. You, so you're basically telling me there was people that were Magneto in the Airbender, bro. <laughs> they were just like able to control. My, don't even do that to me, man. Oh my god, I gotta go watch it now. I gotta finish it all up now. <sighs> no, no, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. It, it honestly now it makes me very more intrigued to watch it. Right. If that makes sense. It's like when I first started watching One Piece, bro, and they were like, yo, Luffy goes into second gear. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what does that mean? Right. You know, Dragon Ball Z, you know, he goes into, uh, you know, what's the blue form that he goes into? Is like Super Saiyan Blue or something like that? Mm. It's like, what? Like, you guys spoiled it, but at the same time, you have piqued my interest another 10%. <laughs> like, like, right. I got to go check this out. <laughs> funny you mentioned that like one of my favorite shows uh jojo uh jojo's bizarre adventures um it, they have like i hear from like people on spoilers and stuff like that that don't really affect me watching the show go on but it's really mm -hmm. interesting to see the abilities that go on in that show you're <laughs> like oh this person's ability is to control the computer uh of the user and like uh, he can hack into people's like uh, uh passwords and Use that to his ability to gain more money and whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> it's really interesting to hear that, like how they use that. So, <laughs> like, yeah. So it's it's you didn't spoil it. You just increased my, you know, ability, my my curiosity. I should say you you made me more curious on what's gonna happen now in the show. Right, right. <laughs> so, um. And uh, but yeah, no, Avatar, um, The Last Airbender, is in a way it's it's an American anime that just 
that has like became like so popular that it became almost anime in some people's eyes. <laughs> so right, right. <laughs> um, it was like um if. It's like we were talking about uh, before we started the podcast, like uh, how Studio Ghibli is made by Disney. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, it's kind of the same way. It's just like if Nickelodeon had made it like their own type of thing, bro. Right. And it, so far, they've hit it right on the dot, right, right on the head, <laughs> hammer to nail, whatever the you know expression mm. is, bro. It's it's awesome. Mm. Yeah, and. I definitely, I, uh, the one thing you will also learn, uh, and I won't spoil too much about uh, it's sequel, Korra, uh, or The Legend of Korra. Right. No, I've, I've been seeing those. I, I just didn't, like, ever chime into it because I never watched The Airbender. Just, just so you know, before you go into that series going forward, there's some controversy with that show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. There, there are sites that don't like it, and there are sites that do like it. And let, as you go through that show, you'll realize the things you do like about it and don't like about it. And I can say, like, I'm not very interested in Korra, like, going back <laughs> and thinking about it. <laughs> but uh, I can... There's some snippets that uh, they'll... They go into more of the, like, Avatar fold. If anything, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, just a little bit of a warning to you about that show. So if people come up to you, oh man, that that part was ass. Why would you like that? Like that? Don't let that spoil it for you, because like, because <laughs> there are way too many people out there that like that right now. So, um, yeah, that that's my bold on Avatar right now. <laughs> but okay, how far are you in the show? Um, I, I honestly would say how many episodes are in the first season? Cause I'm still on season one, but I say like, I'm about 75% done with season one. Each episode has 20. If I'm, um, so yeah, so like I'm on like at least, I, I believe I'm at 15 or around there or okay, more. Yeah. You, you're, you're almost like five more episodes. Um, and I like how like each season is like broken up into books. Like, you're on the right, water, dude. Right? <laughs> That's what I've been looking at. Like every time it starts, like the new thing, it's like Book of Water, and I'm just like, oh god, it's like the next one gonna be Earth. It's the next right. one gonna be Fire. Like I, I really want to know. Exactly. So, yeah. if I had to give Avatar a rating, maybe that's what we should start doing too. Is yeah. like rating the show as well. We can, like talk about them. I would give it a a, a solid nine. A solid nine. Solid nine. You okay. know what I mean? Uh, I would nine out of ten. Uh. It's not a ten because it's it's an older show. So like, there's been moments in it where I've been like, the animation could be, you know, us being animation students, you know, I could have been like, dang, like, you know, knowing that the show was made in two thousand two though, or like way back then, I wasn't not even that old. But either way, I I liked it. Right. So uh, it's it's on the list yeah, of yeah. top shows. I would give Avatar. I want, like you said, nine out of ten is probably a decent score. I want to give it a ten out of ten because it was okay. It went through some struggles. Like Nickelodeon tried so hard to cancel that show, man. They tried so hard. Like it was really, to, yeah. They were supposed to like stop at book one, but they just got picked up and like they they kept fighting the studio. And then 
there was a huge gap in between um, book two and three because they got took off the air for Nickelodeon, and then Nickelodeon like came back with like, okay, maybe you can finish off the series or something like that, but we're not gonna give you another series after this. So do what you want to do right now. And then um, they're like, okay, let's do that. But we're, we've already released it on DVD, just to let you know, because you guys wouldn't let us do our thing. They're like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so that that I I give it that much for just the struggle of the of the studio versus the artists. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe that's why I'm giving it like a nine out of ten right now. It's just because like I I. I'm right. just hopping into it. You know yeah. what I mean? So if I was like a fan from the start, I, I could see myself giving it a 10 out of 10. Right. It, it, it adored me some, because I've watched that show religiously. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> You'd be that kid in the shower when the water's like dripping on your hand. You'd yeah. be like, water? <laughs> that was you. <laughs> Dude, I totally understand that, bro. Look, you know how awesome I... How much I pictured myself burying myself in like sand, trying to bend the earth around me, <laughs> kid. Like, <laughs> so don't don't even like get started. You were having campfires and the smoke would be coming. You go, <laughs> like trying to push it away. Fucking throw boomerangs. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh. but uh, yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, decent animations, uh, I think you might like this one. Uh, I recently watched with my roommate a anime movie called, uh, Promare. And hold on, let me, uh, bring it up for you. Oh, I, th I think I saw that. What, really? what, 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 okay. uh, what did, what did, how, how did I see it? Oh, oh. I watched it on that little... Right. Okay. What's good? What's good? I haven't been there yet, but no, I, I watched it uh, on that uh, Go Go Anime. Yeah. Site. I saw it was on there, and I was like, "Oh, dude, I gotta watch this." Right, right, right. Yo, that show is just so. Uh, that movie is just so amazing. Like. It did start out to me almost like it was, like, a kid's show, though. Yeah. Like, I felt like it was, like, really childish, almost like some, like, rescue heroes type uh -huh. thing vibe going off of it. But then, like, the more you watched it, bro, it was, like, the battle between, like, society, it basically was. And it was, like, I don't know, dude. And plus the art style for that, the animations that went into that. Mm. Come on, bro. I, I, we went to school for animation, and I feel like I can never get to that point, but, like, I want to get to that point. Exactly. Like, we we talked about it before, where it was, like, a combination of... Uh, what, what's been, like, going on now is the combination of 2D animation and 3D animation. And right. this is, like, the key factor of that. So, like, uh, just so people uh, can get, like, basic of what this is... Uh, um, this was uh, this movie Promare is created by a studio called Trigger. Some people may recognize it by now. Uh, same studio that made Gurren Lagann and uh, Kill a Kill. 
So. Um, oh, really? By Kill a Kill? I yeah. I would not have guessed that. I mean, <laughs> now thinking about the art style, I I could totally see it. Right, right. It, it makes sense a little bit. Like it, they they've had like time to uh, pretty much practice their animation of like super hyperactive like um, uh, action scenes, and they've like um, done this a lot before. Um, like Gurren Lagann was one of those animes that, I, like, even now I even have a flag. It felt the back on. I have a flag, literally flying like the colors and everything. Hands there. down, dude. That was <laughs> that show. Honestly, there's been a couple of, of animes that you know throughout the TV show where I have got a little teary eye. <laughs> and that one has got me teary-eyed when it got to a certain point, bro. Right, I felt right. so teary-eyed, bro, and I just they and that's what it makes you do, dude. It makes those type of things make you fall in love with the type of characters. Right. Camera's perfect right now. Boom. Okay, so <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> so. Spot on, but from me. Right now, it says it's got 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, too. Yes. Like, watching this, like, me and my roommate are fans of, like, anything, like, uh, to the, like, they go over the top with, um, yo, let's have, like, these two mechs battle in the middle of town or have mechs right. fight in space. And that's something we were looking for for this, like, movie. And it delivered so much in which we just, I've never, like screamed yo so much for a movie or an, an anime movie in a while. Usually I'm just calm when it comes to anime movies. Right, I right. Nothing about it. This just changes. Like, oh, this you know it's cool when a uh, when the villain shows up and he fucking sits down in a chair like while the whole building is on fire. You know, like cool things like that. And they just show their names and like hot, um, like hot colors of, like, um, uh, of their own names, and, like, there's just so much, like, you have to, like, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, when you, when I first, when, no, 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 you're good, dude, right when I first saw the biker gang, bro, the, you know, the, where were they called, they were, like, the, 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 pro, the burning, were they, um, they were something, burning, so, yeah, the burnish, either or the, the burnish, that's what it was, yeah, right, dude, right when I first saw them, bro, I was, like, I know these guys are bad guys, but in a way, I kind of want to be part of the gang, bro. <laughs> like, right. I, 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 I want to be part of this group, man. They, they're so bad to the bone, dude. Right. Like, even like, uh, you, you could definitely see how both sides have like a moral grade standard, and then even like the twist at the end shows like, yeah. That's what messed me up the most, bro. It was the <laughs> end, bro. Right. <laughs> It was like, like it was like oh it's rescue heroes and it's like anime it's super bad and then it gets dark bro it got dark so quick yeah. where I was like you fucking realize what like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the best thing about like um this studio um the studio is the the line between the villain and the um uh, the hero is very the, thin like right you, you realize like um. The, the 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 grand hero himself is and all that what he used to be. So I won't say no more right. against people who want to watch the show. 
is there's a thin line between the protagonist and anti antagonist if that makes sense like and i totally agree with you on that the whole time i'm watching it bro i'm like dude this this top dog bro he's the he's he's bad to the bone bro he, he's he's a good-hearted guy and then at the end i was like you right. son of a gun <laughs> like get out of here right you know what's funny when you said about like uh, how the animation really is really key in this like uh, it's unique it's yeah, definitely unique. unique yeah <laughs> and um my roommate who isn't like that he's an animation fan, or like he doesn't really know much about animation. Um, he he himself like realized this is really good animation. Like, <laughs> right, like, dude. Like, um, the thing about um, which I'm gonna like talk about later is, um, 3D animation is like taking over the industry a lot. Like, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Even like animators themselves are like. Yeah, I think 3D animation will probably be the future. But if we can help, but like blur the thin line between both of them, we're gonna try the hardest. And this you're gonna get a movie that is gonna be hands down a great movie with right. great effects, great everything. And this movie nails it. <laughs> I would have to say, bro. So <laughs> we go on and on about this movie, I specialize in the. Um, Can we also say too, it's a two-hour movie, exactly. with Dude. great animations throughout the whole thing, bro. Last time we saw someone do this good of a good job with animation is Studio Ghibli's movies. Right. Yeah. Hands <laughs> down. Like, I can't wait for more from the studio. Like, I hear they're going to be making another series about like a, uh, I guess an animal uh, girl or something like that. But I. I have good faith in what that animation will be. And, um, keep it up, Studio Trigger, and you know. Um, Hands down, respect <laughs> to you. Right. Respect to you. You have two fans right here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um. um it, and uh, it's, since we're talking about Studio Ghibli throughout this whole segment, I I want to move on to like our little bit of news doc. Um, so, Studio Ghibli uh, is preparing for its new movie this year, which uh, is going to be in all 3D, apparently. What? Yeah. I have, I have not heard anything about this. Yeah. So, uh, the, the creator, Miyazaki, like, he's been known from in and out of retirement um, because he's thought of something really like he did this for like um as, as this whatever the one where the bow layers um living in like uh those tiny people living in the house like he did that for the same thing for that like he oh, okay. went in and out like oh i had this little good idea and this is a long line of one of his new ideas um and it he said that um he, he's not the type of person who's really like love 3D animation, but, you know, he sees the future as well of 3D animation, and he wants to give his, like, shot. He wants to let his ass away. So he's deciding, like, this next movie is going to be all 3D animation. So... And I'm, I'm going to have to imagine, too, that it's going to be good, no matter what, bro. Yeah. Yeah, 
Dude, like, it has never disappointed me in a movie. No, like, I can't think of bad Studio Ghibli films, honestly. Like, even, like, his older works are very under, underappreciated. Like, uh, there was one, I think, about the cat returns, I think is what it's called. And, yep, uh, the cat returns. Yeah. And that in itself is a real masterpiece. Um, because he just goes in between, like, these two worlds, the real world and the cat world. The cat world is very, like, um, it goes in between scale and uh, vibrant colors and then characters transforming and, like, that. Uh, the animation is really fast. And, and that takes a lot of time. Like, we as animation people know how long animation takes. Oh, it's... <laughs> It's a good while, and the best part about a lot of these studio Ghibli movies, they were all before like 2010, the classic ones. Spirit Away, Turn of the Cat, uh, Princess Princess Mononoke was made in 1997, dude. Like wow, I didn't even. And, and like the, I feel like the latest one that I watched that was really good was probably Ponyo, even though it was like really, even even though it was really childish. Really kid friendly, dude. Yeah. I, 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 I loved it. I can't look at a red fish now without looking at it and being like, Ponyo? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and I, I want to ask you this real quick. Do you think any of his like work should be done by series or should it just be left alone? Oh. Ooh, that's a great question. I, I feel like they should stay as movies. I, I honestly feel like is if you kind of if the stories were any longer, I feel like it would have it might ruin them. Right. Like the Howling Castle, Spirit Away, hands down. Dude, if they would have made that into a show, bro, I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much as I did. Hmm. And that's the really good thing about him is he knows when to stop. Like he doesn't want to keep like milking it for what it is. Because it's not like a Dragon Ball or like a uh, One Piece or Naruto. Like, you're not gonna make a right, right. He's not gonna make like a thousand episodes later, bro, and it's still going on. And uh, it's it's just those. It's something about those movies, bro, where they end them just right, mm. and it just it captivates the moment of what it is. I talked about Trigger too. They're the same way as well. They, uh, when it came to Girl Lagoon, they knew what they wanted to stop and they didn't want to like go too much into it because uh, it, you know, you, there's only so much you can do. You can't beat a dead horse like uh, all the time. Like you, <laughs> you, you gotta know when to stop. And right. The other question for you is, uh, if they were to make a series of one of those movies, which movie would do you think? Uh, just for me being a fan of it, and it's honestly one of my top favorite movies. I'm gonna have to say I wish they would made a series on Princess Mononoke, bro. I could see that being, I could see it kind of digging more into like this, the the you know the spirits of the forest and stuff like that. Right. Building, you know, because it got to a point too where like they met, you know they met a whole bunch of spirits. Mm. You know, the main the main uh animals of the 
forest, woods area. I mean, I feel like they could honestly just keep going on with those. Right. Everything else, I feel like, ended on a fairly good note. Mm-hmm. But let me uh, throw that question right back on you, bro. What what question? What one do you think? That's if it had to be a series. I played with it a little bit. I think Totoro, because there, Totoro doesn't really do much in that movie, man. If you think about it, <laughs> I want to know what his deal what is. What is he doing? Like, <laughs> he must have done something in his past life to become this animal, to be just so. How do I put it? Non-threatening. <laughs> <laughs> so just a relaxed character. Just but, like well, the kids visiting Totoro and just saying, "Hey, um, uh, what you doing? What we're we gonna do today? What's the next adventure? Where are we gonna go?" Right, right. And then, uh, I say kind of spirited away, but I think Spirited Away was just it's just uh, not much to do there. They left on a good note. Right, that one, or I would have to say, um, what is it, Nashia of the Valley of the Wind? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one had a whole world of stuff that they didn't even get to explore, but they mentioned it right. throughout the whole thing. So, he stopped the movies at a great point mm-hmm. that made you always wondered if they should continue, blah, blah, blah. But, but you were saying that there's a new movie coming out. Like, what's, the, like, the idea, though? It's, like, what's the whole thing? It's just all you know is that it's 3D so far? Um, as far as we know, we, we got, like, a couple, like, starting-up drawings on it. Like, if you Google, like, the name of like, the movie, I think it's called, um... You, you have the name right here. Uh, the new hey, let me look at... I think it's called Do... Uh, How Do You Live? Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How Do You Live? Um, and, like... Uh, if you look up on Google, uh, you'll you'll see like screenshots of like uh, uh, of a little boy, and uh, it, it seems like he's living in the same world as uh, I, I think um, uh, Miyazaki did a film about uh, World War Two and a guy who designed planes for like um, World War Two, but um, oh. I think it's uh, like around that kind of like aesthetic because. He, uh, Miyazaki has been known to make a lot of references to World War II because he he's experienced it and he knows like the like, right. dangers and ter- uh, things in that like gruesomeness. So I guess I... it's just in the long lines of that and maybe a little bit of spirit stuff because that's what he's right. <laughs> I would say um, yeah no if you watch some like some of the show uh, one of the movies like um. What was it? Something Fireflies. Yeah. Grave of the Fireflies, bro. That has a total war, you know, feel to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, uh, he, he's just, like, he captures it, like, so well that oh, it, it almost makes on. me feel bad for, like, what happened on the other side. Like, we, we pretty much, like, bombed the hell out of like them. <laughs> and it, it, it and it really is like a tragic thing, but he he has that little bit of art style to it, bro. Where it's like you get that war aspect, you get the casualty part, right. and you're kind of just like you get a little bit heartfelt about it. Right. Like, 
I think I watched a movie where um, it was in the perspective of this girl who lived in, like, it was, uh, she lived in a town that was struck by, like, multiple, like, bombs, like, uh, planes attacks, and she went to live with, like, this, like, rich family, and not even they, being, living in, like, high standards, can even, like, escape from the hell of war. That does sound familiar. I, I gotta look up the name later, but, uh, I, it's so sad, because then, like, near the end of the movie, you'll see, like, this one little girl, like, with her mom, and uh, the mom, like, protected the little girl from the radiation burns and stuff like that, and uh, she fucking, um, she sat on stumps, and she just died, and the little girl's just staying Aww. there. Yeah. And she's waiting for her mom to do something, but then she, uh, as time passed, you see, like, maggots and stuff like that form around her, and then they're like, oh, man, this is, like, Really, this is dark. This is dark, but yeah. you're like, you're like in the way touched by it in a way. You're like, it's so dark. It's good, dude. It's like, it... welcome to something dark, cast when we get sad. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that now. That knowing that Studio Ghibli is releasing a new, right. you know, movie, especially if they're doing 3D stuff for it. Mm-hmm. it he's been like really good. For him to like go break down, you. I just yeah, I, I can't say no more. I'm a type. <laughs> right, right. No words. So. Um, talking about new stuff, someone just posted in my chat saying, uh, saying I'm not a big anime fan, but I can say Attack on Titan is my favorite anime. And uh, yeah, we got news. Hey. We got news about that new season coming out. Looks so good, dude. So, yeah, oh. a trailer just recently got dropped for Attack on Titan, and it's looking on key, bro. It's looking like it, this is going to be it. Because this is the final season. Uh, we, we know what's in the basement. Um, I won't say for anybody who hasn't gotten there yet, so don't worry about that. Don't spoil it. Um, <laughs> and... They get real creative as more time has gone on. This is like a long line of those animes that, which it, it started off real strong and has kept that strong throughout the whole series. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, even when they like uh, went off and did their own thing with the. Uh, like, the, the main focus was to go with get to the base. They went off like the forest areas, like figuring out like what happened to like different towns. Right, so, right. This uh, and it, it kept that sort of like uh, aesthetic, um, and it, it was kind of for me. It was kind of slow, but as, as time went by, I kind of like grew on. It grew on. Right. And, uh, but. The characters definitely grew on me, bro. Even the people that I was less like, dude, I hate these guys. Like, I, I'm not a big fan of them. And then it was just kind of like, the more you watch the show, bro, you're like, all right, I see the point. I I, I understand. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm digging out. You're a cool dude, but you're kind of a butt face. Right. <laughs> so this is gone. This is its final season. It's going to get even crazier with more war, more 
steampunk vibes. I think we said it, but before we right. did this. Um, and just the tr- that picture that they had, bro. Right. For the new season, bro, just looks so bad to the bone with all the with all the people on top of the buildings, and then it showed Aaron as the mm-hmm. Titan coming around the corner screaming, bro. I was like, holy moly, dude. Right. I haven't seen the live action. Have you seen that, like, at all, or? Um, to be honest, every time I've seen one of those movies, everyone everyone says they suck. I have yeah. liked every single live action, bro. Uh, the Full Metal Alchemist one. Everyone said it was bad. I loved it. I loved the Full Metal Alchemist live action one, bro. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really. It. I thought it was cheesy enough to be good. Uh, Death Note, even though it was like way off of, you know, the original series. I still liked it, bro. It was such a unique way of kind of doing the Death Note. The one I haven't seen, though, is Attack on Titan, though, and I kind of really want to see it. Right. I I do want to know, like, what's going on with that negative words. Someone who has never seen the series told me that that movie was really good. It really, like, interested her. Uh, So, like, for that person to say that the, the movie's good, even though they haven't seen the series, I, I'm very interested in what they... Because, right. you yourself, like, even an Avatar live action movie, people have to see them. But, you know what, there was, still, there was still a vibe to it, though, where I was kind of, like, still pleased by it. Even though the movie sucked, I, I was not a fan of it, but there was points of that live action movie where I was kind of like, all right. This is kind of cool in a way, you know, when he was like throwing the air around and the water was flying around, the fires, dude, it had its right. moments of being cool. So I can only imagine the Attack on Titan live action is. Yeah. It, right. It's got to be good. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 I disagree. Like, like you said, I disagree with people when they talk about um, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist, like, they did more accurate. Um, the effects were pretty decent, but they they weren't like um for for like live action to anime, like you can only do so much. Honestly. Right. So just to know, like, because uh, they showed off, like I think back when Attack on Titan was still making its rounds, they showed what a, a Titan will look, look like in live action, like through like car commercials and um, right and. It hasn't disappointed. It still has that creepy vibe that the show has kept for so long. So <laughs> I I can only imagine like the movie uh, still at least keeps that way. So maybe, maybe we'll yeah, check no, that out for next week. I'm kind of looking at some of the pictures for the live action one, dude. It it looks like it's part of the like the anime, dude. It looks really decent. Hmm. Was... hmm. Okay. So yeah. I. It, the Titans look like Titans. The the giant one looks pretty cool. It almost reminds me of the Resident Evil guy. Oh, okay. It reminds me of like a giant version of him, but it still looks very decent. Right. <laughs> See, yeah. Okay. Hey, maybe we'll like make our rounds. Uh, we'll get yeah. the live action. We'll have to watch it and talk about it for the next podcast. So, okay, uh, but yeah, no, Attack on Titan final season. Uh, what are some of your predictions? Like, 
is what do you think is going to end? How how it's going to end? Like, are, okay, I have a feeling that the the way that they're going right now is towards the end of season four. You were kind of almost in a way that you felt heart. Yeah, I mean, you kind of were building a relationship with people that were Titans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of understood where they're coming from. I feel like at some point there is another place out there in their world where they treat the Titans like slaves. People that have that ability, they treat them. Because watching the trailer, there was some of them that were, like, strapped up. I don't know if you watched the trailer yet. Yeah. But it looked like there was a couple of them that were like had armor plates on their titans, and that had like titans falling from the sky at some point. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if they use them as like a a like a, a military advantage, right? So that's what kind of brings in like the steampunk look, because you know they could probably do a lot more if you know they had these people controlled. Yeah, you know, the Titans controlled building up, using you know, gathering resources and you know I mean dude, the Titans. They're right. the gigantic creatures that are just bad to the bone. See, so uh, I I feel like maybe it's kind of like a uh they're not in fear of them. Right. Because they control them. And that's just where like Aaron's gonna kinda step in and you know, his whole crew and be like this this isn't right, you know. What I mean, we just had a point where Titans try to take over, and now we have humans taking control over Titan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's 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 where I'm predicting. See, like, I, I think um, from just look at this trailer, I think they're probably gonna go into some prequels, like or like before the wall. Like, from from what it looks like, the wall's not even finished. So. They oh yeah. Go deep into like lore of where the Titans come from and um, um, how we ended up where we're at, and I, I'm definitely excited on that. I'm always like a fan of like, uh, oh, uh, um, before the in the beginning, this is how it went, and it really puts you in the thought process. Okay, what if our world? How would that work? I don't think I will last like two seconds in Attack on Titan world. <laughs> I don't know why. Dude, I, I do. I definitely do the slingshot thing, bro, and smack into a wall and be dead, bro. That would be my life. Like, like I trained. I've trained odd for this, and then all of a sudden Titan comes out, and I like slingshot, and I'll smack right into a tree, and I. <laughs> that would be me. Like even like you can understand like how some of the military police are cowards, like. Okay, yeah, if I went up against that, I would definitely counter that. Right, dude. That's why, like, sometimes when Aaron's, like, yelling at him, he's like, you suck. You suck, dude. And I'm like, dude, Aaron, like, no one's got balls as big as you right now, dude. Do you not see what's going on? Like, this is a crazy world that you guys live in. It's uh, Killing a Titan is as easy as it – it's not as easy as it sounds, okay? It's basically like fighting a bear with a, a spoon. Right. <laughs> Some are going to be spilled. Right. But, like, what are the chances? Like, like, you would have to count on your own strength and blah, blah, blah. Like, we're not strong at all. We're all anorexic in this, like, place. Food is right. Like, harsh. So, <laughs> like, yeah, you, you could definitely, like, which is why people want to be like the king, uh, king's guard or 
ever in the show because they don't get Which to do plan. anything. So. Yeah, they don't have to go on the front lines, dude. Like, you kind of understand that aspect, if that makes sense, man. Yeah. Kind of see where they're coming from. You kind of can put yourself in all the shoes. And I think that's why Attack on Titan is such a good anime series as it is. Right. So, <laughs> I, I definitely can't wait for this final season. And, you know, I, I see good things. Uh, it, the worst it could do is end up like Game of Thrones, as it, where it can, like, become, like, a. The ending will be disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> please don't have it. Please don't have it end like Game of Thrones. Oh no, no! Please take your time. And... <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if this needs to wait another year, I'd be okay with it. You know what I mean? Right. If they need to push it back just for the animations, bro, I'd be down for it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that I, I'm done talking about the Jackass. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, dude, I could go on, bro. I could keep going and going and going. Right. But, uh, so hey, uh, speaking of uh, things that are still going on, uh, hey, what, what's what's going on with Sea of Thieves? What's going on in that deck of right now? Okay, so I've just found out that Sea of Thieves was just came out for on Steam, uh-huh. like it was just available for PC or something like that, but uh. It, I can't get. I don't know. Being our generation growing up with the Pirates of the Caribbean, mm. you kind of always had that little pirate Jack Sparrow life in you. You know what I mean? Like all of us wanted to be that him yelling on the boat. I've got a jar of dirt. You know, we've all wanted to be him, bro. <laughs> and then like also me kind of being a One Piece fan. Right. It it really puts the whole idea of the pirate's life in your head. Oh. And it's and it's hands down super enjoyable but understanding just like a pirate crew you you need the right crew. Mm-hmm. Cuz if you have the bad crew dude you are sinking your ship, you're going to be losing treasure and throughout the game though, you know, you you set out sail on one main island, you have like a big map mm-hmm. and so far there is they put you on a server basically with other players so you're basically going through this and you're sailing the seas and you know doing all this but at the same time though you're picking up small little treasure maps that'll say hey this island has like an x on it or you go to that island and it'll have like riddles okay and and that and it's it's very interesting because me and my friend we've literally sat there on an island for a good 30 minutes because we couldn't figure out a riddle they don't make them super easy for you, but at the same time, though, like I've I played it with my little brother, and I it was fun to play with my little brother. But you can he kept on jumping ship so many times and leaving me to, to you know sail the ship by myself, where I'd crash it and sink the ship, and we would like lose all progression, bro. Right. And I just I get so frustrated. But it, it's one of those games, though. It's like the more you play it, the more you're better at it, and what I like too is that they make it so that not one player is better than the other player. It doesn't matter. Everything in the game is cosmetics. Mm-hmm. So you go through it. So you try to make your ship look cooler. Try to get cooler weapons. Try to look more appealing. But everything in that game is everyone's at the equal. So you could just start the game right now, and you could go against someone that has a hundred hours into it, and you'd still be at that same level as them. Right. And you could win a pistol fight with them. You could hop on their ship, take them out, take their treasure, and run off. If you're, you know, just more skilled. Right. Yeah. 
to be honest, dude, it would be one of those games, dude. I would love to set sail with like you, Cody, and then maybe like uh, Dante or something like that, bro. I All could right. definitely see that be like a cool little adventure. Yeah, because I tried one time that uh, um, to try to get into it, but uh, I just couldn't get a hold of it because I didn't have any friends or anything like that. Because that's the problem with most games. And we there can be games where if you don't have anyone, it's not as fun. So oh. Hi- Hundred percent. And in the words of Reggie from Nintendo, it's not fun to play Bob. So like Exactly, you know. There's always a time and place for a certain game. You know, I mean so I would say, you know, now that it's become available for you know, PC and they made it cross platable. Right. Cross platable uh <laughs> cross platform. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> but they uh it, it makes the game a lot more enjoyable. It makes the game so that you can hang out with your friends a lot easier. Right. Um, but no, I honestly think Sea of Thieves. Um, I like I said, I just started using my PC and started playing PC games here and there, like on Twitch and stuff like that. Um, it's it's in my top top three. I would have to put on PC games right. that I've enjoyed lately, and it's also because I've played it with friends. Right. Yeah, when that game came out, I thought it was gonna come out. I think it was um, Blood and Bones or something like that, or the uh, Ubisoft like pirate game. Oh yeah, um, what was it called? Um, Sutton Bones. I think uh, yeah, Skull Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones, yeah. Yep. uh, That still hasn't even come out. I think it got canceled too. But uh, I I was like comparing the two, and I'm thinking, okay. Obviously, um, the Skull Balls is gonna probably be the better game because people love right. Assassin's Creed. But this, like, like you said, offers more. Um, with it's like, got that Borderlands feel to it too. Right. You know, what I mean, where it's like the unique art style, and that's what kind of stuff. And by the way, Skull and Bones says its initial release date is March twenty twenty one. So you still have a chance to play it, dude. You still have a chance. It's gonna be 2021, bro. It's gonna be like, yeah, no, it's gonna be 2022. That's when it's gonna be really coming out. And right. Like, I'm still waiting on uh, Dead Island 2. That that hasn't even come out either. So, like, right, dude. That came, that trailer got released in 2015, if I'm right. So, like, that shows you when that's coming out. So, and the release date for Dead Island 2 is to be announced still. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Like, come on, guys. Like, why make a trailer and then you catfish us? You catfish us. You said this was an attractive girl and then you turned out to be a dud. You know what I mean? Like, I thought we had this connection. <laughs> you tease me with possible uh, Jack Black in a, in a Dead Island game and I deliver Jack Black in a Dead Island game. How dare you? <laughs> right, dude. <laughs> and, uh, like, I, funny thing, like, uh, going back to what we said before uh, about uh, different art styles versus uh, different games. Like, mm-hmm. uh, the reason why Fortnite is so, like, popular, too, is I, I think one of our teachers, like, uh, AI said it right. Like, of course, mm-hmm. Fortnite's going to be the better game because it's more eye-pleasing than uh, 
as battlegrounds or yeah. PUBG, in my PUBG. opinion, like as PUBG is good, but it like I rather play a game. And then what it really comes down to is like most of those games are skill, and that's the same kind of thing that Pirates uh, see as thieves is. It's all a skill based game. And, you know, it's everything's the same. Everything is all cosmetics, mm-hmm. but it's all about skill. And trust me, I played Pirate Sea of Thieves, bro, and I've, I have been raided. Like, they have sunk my ship. They have stole all my treasure. And I was like, well, that was three hours of nothing. Like, I, right. I, I didn't get a single thing. And I've played tons of Fortnite matches where I've been like, all right, I, I suck. Like, these people build, like, skyscrapers, bro, and I'm over here just, like, build one wall with, like, a ramp, and it took me, like, a good two seconds. uh, I would say more than two seconds, probably, like, a good two minutes just to get that down right. And, (laughs) I I mean, they are more appealing, right? like you said. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd be down to check out. No, dude, if you you ever get it, bro, let me know. We will definitely set sales, and we will have to. So yeah, no, we we gotta play Sea of Thieves and also Diablo. I talked to a bunch of other people ever since our last podcast uh, about Diablo, and they're like, "You should definitely get into it because like you it, it's so good, dude." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know uh, that like that's starting to be more open minded nowadays, like the games and stuff. So I wouldn't say like open minded for Fortnite, but still open minded. Right. Also, I was like a huge fan of Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I thought that was a really fun game to play as well. So that's why I kind of it's like there's always been all these little steps of being a pirate, and now it's kind of like they kind of gave us a chance to just be a pirate in a game where you have to have be with your friends. Yeah, because before this, do you even remember any like good pirate games where even talked about pirate games? Like, Dude, to be honest with you, I, none actually come to my head right now. I'm gonna pirate games. Let's see what comes up. Uh, uh, we got these skull, skull bones. Oh no, here's a good one. Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. That was a good. One. <laughs> yeah, my favorite no. Was Lego Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Don't it's like the classics. <laughs> no, there, there, there wasn't really any of them that really kind of stood out. Right. Yeah. I mean, there was a Ratchet and Clank game that was named Quest for Booty. I don't know if you ever knew that. I didn't know that, but that doesn't sound far from it. I mean, is that the same studio that gave uh, that one uh, game about the squirrel that cursed a lot? I forgot what it was called. Oh. Bad Company? Yeah. And I I was it called Bad Company? It, it, it was like two games of his. Like the, but uh, yeah. Um, something like that. Yeah. Bad Company was something. That's like Battlefield. Right. I can't. Yeah, dude, that. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's that far off from the truth. So. so, yeah, no. This, I would say this has been when it's probably better than Black Flag, Assassin's Creed, but. It's right there on the awesomeness scale. Right. Uh, okay, so we, we probably need to move on because we're getting near the time. Uh, um, mm-hmm. I just want to quickly get into, because uh, since last uh, podcast, I 
talked about Viking. We talked about Viking. And did I, you start it? I, I did. <laughs> I got in there. Um, How is? Uh, what do you think? What do you think? I cannot wait to watch more. That is Game <laughs> of Thrones. That is Game of Thrones exactly. So it's like the real life version of Game of Thrones, bro. Right. And the best thing is, all those events have actually happened. Right. That's what's. Okay, I. I looked it up, bro. I was like, I was like, when did the Vikings really do this? And then it was like, Ben Ragnar was at sale in like seventeen something something. And I was like, they right. said that in the show. <laughs> very interesting. Very interesting. Right. And it's really cool seeing the Vikings like interact with different religions, like or like with the Christian Christianity part, because just them like, oh, what's What's this thing? Oh, it's their god. Um, oh, it's a puny god. It, it, it's not it, it's at all. My god's alive. I don't know about yours. <laughs> like, in the way that you felt kind of hurt by it, but in the same way you were kind of like, valid argument. Right. Valid argument. Like, <laughs> it, I don't know what would happen if Jesus and Thor got into a fist fight, but I'd, not to be rude to, you know, Jesus, my man, but like, I'm. Some money on Thor. <laughs> you're just sta- you're like standing on the other team side, like, <laughs> oh, come on, man, didn't I die for you? It's like literally that. It's literally that Simpsons fucking uh, gif of uh, Homer when he's like wearing something. He like goes into the bush, bro. <laughs> he like comes yeah. back out. <laughs> it's like I have like a cross, and you just like come back out, and then you're like wearing war paint, and you're like, yes, Thor. <laughs> kills the role dude right i don't like uh, i think i said that last time in the uh the last podcast i was like dude right when you like kind of like see this character and the way he acts bro mm-hmm. kind of like all right like, i, I kind of like mysterious kind of guy that prays to the gods kind of you know follows the the religion of the Vikings, like right. step by step, bro. And you know he's looking up in the sky and he's like, "Well, Thor's happy with us today." And I'm I'm looking around like, "How do you know?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's the down dude. He he's like the, the he's the one dude in that show where I'm not afraid he's gonna be great because he he's been loyal to like the main character for so long. Um, can't trust his brother. He can't trust like his friend uh, or like his other friend because the other friend's trying to like get with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> right. His brother pisses me off throughout the whole show, bro. Right. Like I'm, like I'm like, dude, you are so bad to the bone, bro. But at the same time, though, it's like I I wouldn't mind throwing a little bit of a pimp slap on you a little bit, dude. Like, right. come on, dude. <laughs> like it, I, the other character, I don't really care for is. The son is like way too into murder. Like, to be honest though, I agree with you. But later in the show, you will start to like him, and then you will also—I don't want to spoil it for you—but let's just say that's not his only son that comes out of the show. 
so so you might you might hate him right now, but understand there will be others. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. okay. I'm throwing a little bit of the blood bending your way. <laughs> well, I, okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, but the, I made a list of things I'm expecting from the show. Okay. Really good betrayal. So far, it's gotten me that. So, um, anything where uh. Uh, the character gets his comeuppance. Like, like the the cool thing about Game of Thrones was when the scene where uh, Littlefinger got fucking uh, called out during that fucking uh, little uh, get together. That was oh yeah the shit. That was the shit. That was the best. Um, and then I, uh, the other thing is uh, I got chills just thinking about it, bro. Right. I was like, ooh. Giving me any character in which uh, it, I can later on fall in love with in the, in the later season. You say that that I will eventually get that. Then okay, I will. I'll accept that. So so far, I see promising things. So, yeah. so let's just say, dude. After me, almost I'm almost done. I think I'm on season four right now, so I'm not finished with it. But I mean, it's like Game of Thrones. Each episode is like. 50 minutes, 60, you know, 40 minutes. So it's like you watch an episode and you're like, dude, I don't want to start another one, but I do. (laughs) I know it's going to take me forever to finish it, but at the same time, though, I'm going to love the next episode. At the end, where I'm at right now, dude, I wouldn't have a problem naming my son Ragnar. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, yes, no, your name is Ragnar. And he'd be like, why is my name Ragnar? I'd be like, let me show you, son. Let me show you the series. (laughs) Everything the light touches, or everything Thor touches, is your name. Go get your little brother Floki, and I'll show you guys where you guys came from. <laughs> so yeah, I, I can't wait. Because um, right now I'm pacing myself, like you said, like each thing is hours long. So you gotta pace yourself, like do like two episodes a day, and then eventually by the end of the week you probably get done with one season. I, I think I'm gonna make that a, a reoccurring thing in um, this, this podcast and uh, update everyone like where I'm at in that show because uh, I've met like two other people who are like trying to get me into that show so they, they keep talking about that show so like right I right get in there so um, do do a little bit of update and and uh, next week I should be uh, finished season two so. uh, I can't wait man I really can't wait until you. Because I I slowed down on it ever since we talked about the last podcast about it because I was like very curious to see if you would start watching it and now that you're kind of watching it mm. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna wait until you get a little bit more caught up to me for me to start watching it again because I watched like an episode last night bro and I was just like why is why does every episode gotta ha- be so juicy man like why why can't you just, like, I want one of those just like filler episodes so I can be like, alright, cool, and like turn it off, but like, you know, be okay. But no, each episode is just goes, goes, goes. Nothing gets me when that scene where like uh Ragnar and his wife are asking the monk, yo, you guys <laughs> you wanna join in? <laughs> like like, bro, it's like <laughs> the worst part is so you can feel that like him being like almost influenced by it bro because like right. not to lie bro ragnar and his like what's his wife's name 
uh, lag, uh, Lagrath or Lagra or something like that, bro. Mm-hmm. They are. I, I would never swing. You know, I'm not a bi person. I'm 100 percent straight. But dude, hey, Ragnar, man. <laughs> it's like that scene from like Futurama where they're all like smiling but frowning like uh, 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 uh. <laughs> exactly <bro. laughs> death by snoo snoo I think that was bro <laughs> like how did the men die crushed pelvises <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that was the exact like emotion I had, bro, when I watched it, I was like, "Don't do it." But maybe, maybe no, no, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, since we're like almost like uh, to that point, uh, let's move on. Uh, hey, um, uh, speaking of other Hulu classics on there, uh, there are there's a new series by one jo- uh, Justin Roiland. Uh, called Solar Opposites, and if that name sounds familiar, well, oh. uh, I don't know about you, Morty, uh, but I feel like Justin should be well known by now. So, about it, it's all right. <laughs> so yeah, it, it. I don't know about you, but it reminds me of Rick and Morty with just a different cast. Yeah. It's good. It's good, but where's my boy Rick? Where's right. my boy Mo? So, I'm I'm I want them to come in to the show. That's just positive and if you think about it, uh, it because it reminds you of Rick and Morty. It, to me it reminds me of first season of Rick and Morty. Like where it right. can go anywhere and it has like potential to be really good later on in the season. And right. It's also got its points of being like, dude, you guys might just be following in the same steps as Rick and Morty, and you guys might have to like repeat skits, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like there's going to be a Purge episode. Yeah. (laughs) I feel it. They've already done like Miniverse uh, already in this series. Uh, um, Right. So, yeah, like like you said, uh, there's some reincurring stuff there. There's um, there's even like the character that uh, it feels like he's smarter than most people, and therefore he's an asshole. Um, and, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a character that knows nothing about the world, um, but is still like nervous about everything. So, you know. <laughs> right. But I, I think. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, no. no, keep going. Keep going. No, keep going. Oh, I was just gonna say like uh, um. Where you can definitely like, um, I honestly thought what I was gonna say. So, uh, <laughs> um, you can go ahead. Like, um, I I did like the scene though, in Solar uh, Opposites, where the brother and sister they go into that bar uh, because the sister is making all of his bullies be nice to him. And he's just like, well, everyone's just got a bad story. And they go into like a biker bar, bro. And it's just like super bad, bro. He just starts like having to kill everyone. It had that gruesomeness of Rick and Morty that you loved. You loved the violent, but it was at that same point, though, where you like the characters were feeling bad about doing it. And so it was like a little bit of sympathy, but it was super gruesome, but funny at the same time, bro. And right. it, it was good. 
so definitely, like, I see potential in the show, but, you know, it, it, it will take its time. At least with this, uh, what I wanted to say before was it's not restricted from, like, Adult Swim's, like, standards. Like, uh, right, right. He, he has more, like, loose of where he can go with it. Like, I, I know with Rick and Morty, uh, uh, Dan Harmon, like, pretty much said, uh, Rick and Morty is following, like, a hero's journey. But with this, I don't really see a hero's journey. It's just... This is more of trying to adapt on Earth type situation. Right. What can we get into today? Um, and, you know, that, that's that's cool. Like, um, one of my other, like, favorite Justin Roiland, like, um, uh, project that never got into the light was Dogwood. And he pitched that idea to Adult Swim a long time ago. But it never, like, took off. So, <laughs> yeah. I just started looking it up, and the first thing that came up was Nintendogs. So, I, I don't think... <laughs> that's, that's, <right>? <laughs> but, like, uh, you remember the dog from Rick and Morty, uh, Snuffles, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, they mentioned him in that, uh, mentioned that, like, show in that uh, episode where, like, oh, I wonder what that world would be like, you know, uh, Rick. It'd be really cool. And then uh, Rick's like, I don't know. It would have been a good idea. I think people should give it a try, you know? (laughs) Right, right. And, yeah, and then later on you'll see, like, uh, the animatic of of Dog World. And Dog World has really cool things where it's the opposite. Like, we always have, like, aliens trying to learn what it's like on our world. Right. We never have the opposite where it's um, uh, humans trying to learn what it's like in the alien world. And that's kind of like the aspect of like Rick and Morty. You know, I mean, it's like we're going out into space, learning everything, and then they made like solar opposites. Right. Literally, in the name, bro. They made <laughs> like it's the opposite feel to it. Which I mean, it it works, it works. But at the same time, though, it's a little bit nervousing. You know, I mean, you get a little nervous wondering how good the show's gonna get because it finished off really good. I liked it. You know, what I mean, but it, like I said, it's I'm afraid of repeat. You know what doesn't have a repeat, and I wanted to talk about it in the last podcast, but never got a chance to. Uh, hmm. A show that's on Netflix that, that I think there are clips going around a bit about called Midnight Gospel. Now, with Midnight Gospel, it's the opposite, where it it kind of is uh, a show um, animated based off of a uh, this one guy's podcast. Uh, so we go up. <laughs> uh, so um, it stars a um, um, stars Don- uh, Duncan Tussle as Clancy, and pretty much the show is about uh, this kid who has the a device that helps him goes into different universes, and when he goes into those oh. universes, he has like an avatar in those worlds. And he interviews people in those worlds. And that's like his whole podcast. And, and like, uh, the, uh, the people he interviews are like real authors in our world. And, um, and they talk about like, uh, love, death, like the mind. And it, it goes on a trippy so, world. So you're telling me that it's 
he goes basically on into different dimensions and does podcasts with people? Yes. <laughs> that kinda, sounds amazing, bro. Right. <laughs> I'm like, that's a really good, like, <laughs> catcher for a podcast. Like, I wish our podcast was like that. But apparently, interdimensional travel doesn't. Soon. Soon, dude. Soon. <laughs> One of these days, bro, a, a black hole might open up, bro. We're just like, grab the camera, grab the mic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happens, bro. So, and uh, it's animated by the same uh, uh, animator from, uh, who animates, uh, wow, I cannot say animation as many times as I did. Um, it's by the same animation team that uh, made Adventure Jump. And oh. yeah, and so uh, it's sort of like a little bit outside of uh, where Adventure Time is more like uh, simple animation. Um, right. This is more like. This looks like a psychedelic right. type thing. <laughs> so I-, I like to see that after the show ended, like the creator outsourced his stuff, or his stuff. N- never leave right. yourself in the same thing. Like, that's the definition of insanity. So. Um, uh, but, uh, it, yeah, it, and uh, the the only downside to the, the series, it, it had an episode near the end where he interviewed his deceased mom. Or, like, I guess in the time of the recording, it, she wasn't deceased. But I'm not sure. It wasn't clear. Um, and it got really down and emotional, and it's kind of like it's different kind of feel. But I, yeah, I, you were kind of like he went to a, like a a spot in the show that was kind of just like no one really thought or really wanted to go there, but he took it there in a right. way. And, and I get the because because I, I know it's stranger to death, but I understand like the. Um, reason you want to like talk and talk about it and stuff like that and it just it's it just wasn't my cup of tea honestly. but uh, uh it, you can go on like different news articles where they talk about that episode specifically uh, about like how uncomfortable it kind of made them feel but at the same time it, it kind of brings up good points you know uh, okay that's very interesting i so it's psychedelic, and then it's a po- it's a psychedelic podcast, which they go, they kind of push the limits. Yes. That, That's, that sounds very interesting in a way, though. <laughs> like, they even have, like, music that just um, really gets you into, like, the mood of the podcast, too. Like, like okay. right in the middle of, like, the, uh, uh, the show, you'll have, like, um, some indie group where they're just like rapping over a little bit and then uh, or singing. So it's like, oh man, that's a pretty good song. I, I need to put that on my Spotify. <laughs> so you had to pause the show and be like, you know, uh, you know, Midnight Gospel Episode Four soundtrack. <laughs> like, I right. had <laughs> right, to look it up. It looks good. Uh, but yeah, um. It, it, if you like make the rounds, uh, just go check that out. Um, uh, no, I. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll, 
I'll watch that. You watch Shameless, and then we'll both watch the live action Attack on Titan. I'll bring those all up next time. So I'm adding that to my list. Uh, Midnight Gospel, man. Yeah. I'll have to watch. <laughs> so, um, uh, other than that, I think pretty much hit near the end of this. The only other news that I bring up real quick is uh, Sonic the movie got a sequel, um, and how did the first one do though? How did the first one do? I was I did not watch the first one. I'm a huge fan of Jim Carrey, so I'm I'm really disappointed that I didn't get to. But I haven't heard anyone say anything negative so far. It is really good, or surprisingly good. But uh, I think what drew people away is the like the animation or, or like how Sonic looked in like the first like iteration. Right. So, Where everyone talks so bad to the point they had to change it dude like feel bad for that that's like literally uh how do you put it it's like if we were into school for animation you know we went to school for animation but our teacher dogged our freaking assignment our artwork so bad to the point we had to change it to get a better grade and he was like there you go right. looks way better <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> like man i i i said it before it's what a time to be alive for you to Bully a studio into changing their art style. Right, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, All right. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, dude. I'm going to add it. Sonic the movie. Okay, I'm adding it to the list, man. I'll watch like, it. <laughs> you're the uh, Jim Carrey fan more than I am. Like, Listen, I, I know, but it's, it's <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, dude. Like, it was going to be a 50-50 for me. Like... I watched uh, him play in that Penguin movie, you know, Popper's Penguins or something like that. It was a great movie, but it was, like, not the comedy I was looking for. And I was afraid that Sonic was going to be like that. Right. Where it was Jim Carrey in a role where it's a good role for him, but it just didn't work. But you're telling me it's it's a works, it's all good, so. And, and, and you know what? It's fair because, like, video game movies now, you it's a flip of a coin at this point. Because oh, yeah, no. Sure. You can have either good masterpiece like uh, uh, Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu days, really. Uh, like, uh, and I bought, I bought it the first like before I even saw it in theaters. I bought the movie on Blu-ray just because I knew I was gonna like the movie. Just because right. it's well, it's a live-action Pokemon movie. Come on, guys! Like, right. Or like, I guess in recent, you can get uh, the Assassin's Creed. And that one didn't do so high. <laughs> so, I, I I still found that movie to be enjoyable though. Okay. Yeah. Like, that's what I got is like Well, you gotta also think too, dude. They try to make one movie on the Assassin's Creed like kind of series, bro. And the Assassin's Creed thing, dude, to mm. be one game, it's probably a good forty hours, fifty hours. And they had to they had to take one movie and make it in an hour and thirty minutes, and they were like, there's, 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 "Yeah, we might have chewed more. We might have took it a bite bigger than we could chew, really." But mm-hmm. the food was still good, though. Right, because <laughs> Nintendo and you could it's simple, you know, it's just monsters uh, that go into um, pocket-sized balls. So, like, you, you can make a whole movie about that. So, you can do whatever, because the world is so open. There's no, like, direct story right, right. or anything like that. So. Like, 
like there's so much that happens in that world, but the Assassin's Creed games were just such a straight line game while Pokemon was more of an outreach type thing. Like it was very open. It, you could run I mean, dude, we see it all the time that people make fan made stories or trill and they do come back with like different little animations or something like that. It's so if you, th- that's where I was kind of getting nervous. I didn't really see the Sonic movie as an open movie. I saw it kind of more of as like a straight line type thing. Like they were going to do, you know, because in the old games, he rescued all like the furry creatures and like, the right. you know, I was afraid it was going to be something like that. But knowing that it's actually kind of like an open world type thing, like, mm. yeah, <laughs> might have just sold me on it, dude. Right. <laughs> like, uh, I told um, my roommate, like, you can either go Sonic X, where you have Sonic interact with the world, and uh, there's no wrong in that, I guess. Like, Sonic X is still, like, one of those shows that is real. You still seen the theme song to this day. Like, uh, right, right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, or you can just end up going and go, it goes to, like, the video games and end up coming to shadow the video game. So we're like he's holding a knife no, <laughs> and he's going. Now, now watch that be the second movie, bro. Is this like Sonic's run, bro? It's like, 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 oh. <laughs> carries like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, I'm the gun, dude. Uh, meow. <laughs> uh, but I hear Dwayne the Rock Johnson is going to be the uh, wow, uh, the knuckles in this one. Or okay. One. So I'm excited to see that. So <laughs> sorry, I was just imagining like Sonic, and then also he's like Knuckles, and it's just like this giant buff guy, and he's just like, "Yo, what's up?" <laughs> <laughs> like, have you seen what is it when the Saturday Night Live did the Bambi thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna look like that, but with like Knuckles with like a nose and like these gloves, bro. He's just like, "What's up, man?" Ready to go fast. I was like, "What the shit, dude?" Vin Diesel as Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, uh, but yeah. Hopefully, uh, bring Tails and Knuckles into it. That's what that would be cool for the second movie. If you see uh, the Sonic movie, stay for the after. That's all I can say. Right, okay. All right. All right. But yeah. Dude, this was a uh, this was a great talk, dude. I really like kind of talking. Because I think our last podcast, we kind of focused more on, like, real-life events. And this was kind of more of, like, you know, TV shows and stuff like that. And this was – I really enjoyed this podcast, dude. This one was really fun. Yeah, no, I like doing mixed stuff. And uh, if you guys have any more, like, suggestions for how we can mix up, like, the podcast a little bit more, um, I'd like to hear some suggestions. And, you know, uh, but, like, like – I said before, like the formula is going to be whatever we do that week, and we just talk about it. Right, right. I know that you can drop the stuff in, uh, you know, Caleb's uh, YouTube, something wicked, but uh, YouTube channel. Drop the comments down there what you want us to talk about, or drop it in mine, the Yo Broski on Twitch, because I do a lot on there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dude, that'd be really cool to kind of. I can't wait for the next one, dude. Because right. now we're going to be talking Shameless, Attack uh, on Titan, Midnight Gospel. Sonic movie. <laughs> uh, man, I, I definitely can't wait. So, thank you for thank you guys for tuning in to Something with the Podcast. Um, if you have questions, you want to email us, 
you can send that to uh, uh, something with your pod, uh, at something with your podcast one at gmail.com. I fucked that up. Uh, that's something with your podcast one at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> so send your questions that way. Uh, you can follow us on Spotify. You can follow us on YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter, uh, which I've changed the Twitter helm. And our uh, Twitter helm is at uh, podcast uh, wicked one, so that's at podcast wicked one. And uh, um, just like give us some support out there. Uh, and uh, no, I, dude, this has been such a great thing, and I think this and us could blow up bigger, dude. Right. It'd be cool. <laughs> like, just slowly. I mean, dude, we started yesterday with no cameras, no mics. I mean, no, no mics. Yeah, we were doing sign language all the time. No. Yeah. But yeah, like, <laughs> it's just gotten to the point, dude, where I can slowly see this getting better and better. And I, right. Yeah. And, and I'm enjoying we'll, it. We'll definitely keep doing stuff like this. And uh, oh, sure. I'll figure out how to show more videos on screen. You know, we're slowly figuring it out and we'll figure it out we'll figure it out that, that'll be the name for the podcast we'll figure it out mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah uh, thank, um, thanks for tuning in um, and uh, 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 if you have any like closing things you want to say Zach more than welcome uh, you guys will find me streaming the, the podcasts uh, here on Yo Broski on Twitch that's about it Stay safe. Don't protest as much. Wear those. Wear those. Go fast. Wear those masks. Cause that's what I was gonna say, bro. Right. Look, wear those masks and go fast. Yes. Wear those masks and go fast. I like that. All right. Peace. Peace.